Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now that is some good music, but it is Halloween, so we better get uh, some scary music going. Get back to it. This isn't scary enough? That's not scary enough. All right, you know what movie this is from? No. No? No, what is it? Are you a big uh, fan of, like, uh, locking people in chambers and, like, cutting off their... Saw? Saw, there you go. <laughs> I, I do not like... remember this from Saw. Oh, yeah, this is always, like, when the guy is figuring out that, uh, you know, it was the... Uh, the one guy the whole time. Oh, the like a, realization that it's like the flashback, yeah. and then like the dude in the pig mask, and then like all this oh, stuff, yeah. and they're just like, "It was you." Putting the pieces together the whole time. Oh yeah, that first Saw movie I thought was incredible. The next fourteen, I you know, they all just kind of blend together. They were okay. <laughs> there's one. There's one scene that I just cannot. Two scenes that I just cannot get out of my head. One was when I don't know what movie it was in, but the girl like fell into the uh, chamber of syringes. Oh yeah, Ugh. and then the other one is when she was trying. This girl was trying to grab the syringe to through like a thing, but she puts her hands through it, and it's razor blades. Where if you put your hands through it, you can put it through yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. When I you go to that. pull it out, it starts cutting up your hand. And I, like those two scenes, I'm just like, whoo, buddy, can't do that. Nope, hard pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I think the I thought the first saw was like it was it was uh, something new, and and yeah, it was gory, but at least it was like whoa, shocking. After that, it just kind of they seem to be like gory for gore's sake. Oh yeah, like just <laughs> just blood for blood. Yeah, Doesn't which is matter. too much. I you know I don't need to see that. It's just like what in the world? Like <laughs> the first one was great though, just the suspense yeah. and everything. And then he cuts off his foot, and then it's like, hey, guess what? Didn't need to do that. Yeah. And you're like, oh no. And the old guy gets up, and it was him all along, and yep. he shuts the door, and the movie's over. And you're like, whoa, you're the like, bad wow. guy won. And then they were like, you know what we should do? Make twenty more of these. <laughs> yes. And I, I and then make a spinoff with Chris Rock. <laughs> oh, I did not see that one yet. I, I didn't either. I want to still. It was called of. like Jigsaw, right? Jigsaw, yeah. yeah. And Which it, that's just weird. They're like, oh yeah, let's get Chris Rock for this. It's like, <laughs> why? What is happening here? But it was weird too because in the, the after the you know there was so many of them because they signed this big deal and it always had some way you had to relate it back to the original old guy. Yep. And he like died like four times, I think throughout the series. And there was like, but then there yeah, were like, but before he died, he did this. Yeah. Like before he died, he recorded all of this and set all of these traps up and he just needed somebody, his apprentice who he'd been training for years, who also he was training a second apprentice yeah. that you didn't know about. <laughs> the first one didn't know about that apprentice and they put it all together. Yeah. But he recorded all of this, and he knew exactly who he wanted to go after every single time. Yeah, and it was because you did like you 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 skipped a lunch or something. Yeah, you like uh, you like, you like yeah, you like <laughs> cheated on a test when you were seven. <laughs> yeah, and it cost like, him. You like, thought it was okay to cheat. It co- we'll cost somebody else a scholarship, and he's just <laughs> yeah. like, "You ruined the family's life." <laughs> They had to pay for their child to go to college. Yeah. They went bankrupt. Most people don't know. Saw the guy. He's actually a pretty good guy. Yeah. He, he just, you know, he's kind of Robin Hood type. He's killing bad people. Yeah. Look, I see zero problems with this. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. For, you know, security's sake, I see lots of problems with that. Don't kill people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't kill anybody. Uh, it uh, it was not a great weekend for Nebraska. Here's, uh, here's kind of what I wanted to focus on. I know a lot of people... Um, first, Rico, I guess we'll get to kind of what your initial thoughts were on the game. Um, as crazy as it was, and I keep saying it because it kind of blows my mind, uh, Illinois averages 26 points per game and, and gives <laughs> up 8.88 points per game. They ended up winning this one 26-9. to nine. So you have to say 
Brett Bielema, I mean, the Big Ten West formula worked out, it worked out really perfectly, perfectly for, for, against, uh, against Nebraska. Of course, this was the Casey Thompson injury. I guess that's kind of where I base the biggest kind of takeaway from this game to me, obviously, is how important Casey Thompson is. Other people frustrated with kind of the amount of touches guys had or, you know, what, what were your kind of overall thoughts coming out of this game? I keep saying it, and I, I don't want to be like, I don't know how I'm being taken when I say it. I said in the second post game that I did from Tanner's uh, that Saturday night that that entire game, if I wasn't looking at the score, it seemed as if Nebraska was still in it. Just the way that the game was going, uh, the mannerisms of everybody, and just I don't know how serious everybody was taking it. I mean, I know you're taking it seriously. Obviously, you want to win the game, but it just seemed like Nebraska was either tied or within a single score of of taking control of the game or leading or whatever. And you look down, you're like, oh no, it's twenty six to nine. Like they're not that close at all. But the way that they were fighting, and you know, I guess you could give credit to to Mickey or the the kids themselves for you know continuing to fight regardless of the score and regardless of how beat up they were getting due to the Illinois uh, rushing attack and the, and the you know number one ranked defense that they had. But the game seemed a lot closer to me than the score indicated. Although if you look at some of the stats it, in, you know, still in Illinois favor, but if, and I know everybody doesn't want to do the ifs and buts, candy and nuts, blah, 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 all that stuff. But if Casey doesn't get hurt, I'm not saying Nebraska wins, but this game is a lot closer. I, I probably a one score, maybe like a three point loss or something. It was just a weird matchup because the defense for Nebraska was doing a really good job of containing Chase Brown for the longest time. He broke a couple. He, you know, he ended up with 149 yards, I believe. Um, but for the most part, at least, especially in the first half, Nebraska's defense was doing a really good job of containing Chase Brown and kind of keeping him limited on what he was doing on the ground. He had his touchdown catch, but on the ground, they were doing a really good job. They were giving up the short passes that were leading to big plays. However, uh, Tommy DeVito only missed what two passes the yeah. entire game he had more touchdown passes or the same amount of touchdown passes as he had incompletions but in terms of of keeping Illinois out of the end zone and I know they hit their average on points you did a really good job I mean you held them to what one passing touchdown and one one rushing touchdown you held them a field goals the rest of the time and the offense if Casey Thompson's still in the game I think they were moving it at a decent enough clip that they might have been able to match them field goal for field goal for a while the touchdowns is really what what would have done them in yeah, it's weird. It's it, it's hard to really grade Nebraska's defensive performance because they did just give up six points in the second half, uh, which is solid if your offense is getting more than twenty nine yards in the second half. Yeah. But, uh, so it, because it, and it kind of is is too like Illinois didn't score on one position, but they ate up like seven minutes a clock, which is exactly what they wanted to do. Um, so yeah, you, you kept them off the scoreboard there. And they, they quite, you know, they quite frankly just hit their average. So mm -hmm. you can, I don't know if it's a great job by the defense. Didn't create turnovers enough. The turnovers that kind of was just kind of handed to him. Uh, Isaiah Williams just kind of dropped the ball trying to make a move there. You were setting a perfect position to, to get some more points on the board, whether it be yeah. a field goal or a touchdown. And he threw an interception on a third down, a very ill-advised throw. Um, just the at turnovers are usually backbreakers, but... Four turnovers against a team that just wants to hold the ball. Didn't really look to score or run up the score at all. They were just holding the ball and, and waiting for time to run out. Um, just just killed Nebraska because they were putting their defense that was playing well. Look, I know it says 26 points. Nebraska's defense played a hell of a game. They played, they played well enough to win that game. They were put in some 
just terrible situations by the offense offense's inability to move the ball whatsoever. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, like I said, it's kind of hard to grade it um, because Illinois did what they wanted to do. Their their quarterback didn't uh, have any incompletions, wasn't pressed to make all the difficult passes, mm-hmm. right? Um, they're just kind of doing the underneath stuff, which, like you said, at times would blow up. Um, they're running back Chase Brown. I mean, that's the game plan. He usually, I mean, he, for, his, for his eighth game in a row – over 100 yards, he's not, like, streaky about it. He doesn't – you know, it's always 35 carries, 150 mm-hmm. yards yeah. or something. 32 carries, 152 yards yeah. gained, lost three yards, so 149 yards, a touchdown. His longest was 21 yards on a on a fluky, messed up, like, missed tackle in the open field, which is exactly what he does. He gains yeah. most of his yards after contact. But, I mean, they, they bottled him up for the most part. It's not like he, he – went wild on you like everybody expected, like everybody thought. I mean, I thought he was going to run for damn near 200 yards. You held him to 149. Yeah. And the other Which, thing, Eddie, too. you say you held to 149. 149 and one touchdown Yeah, for well, the nation's Eddie leading ran. rusher. He got Kikawa touchdown. Yeah, on a Which he busted generally coverage. Do. Yeah. But it's just it's, – it's, it's, it's interesting to dissect it from the defensive standpoint, too, because, I mean, Brett Beal – I mean, they left some points on the board or at least left an attempt on the board. They were taking field goals, you know, on fourth and ones where they – probably could have won it nice well, they the definitely could have got first downs yeah and I mean and they and they so that field goal made it 14 points the whole idea in that in that situation was you know if you go down and score a touchdown it's probably out of reach but Brett Bielema knew I mean if I, I, I two, mm-hmm. two, a two touchdown lead against a team that's struggling to move the ball at all since Casey Thompson went out um you know so it was it, it again it's, it's kind of a hard grade there the offense obviously again the grade goes from once Casey Thompson went out, when Casey Thompson was in, they were blowing out all the averages that Illinois goes into the game. The nation's leading defense, um, you know, points you would figure they would have eventually gotten over the, you know, that nine point clip. I mean, that first drive for Nebraska's offense, they were moving down the field yeah. pretty easily. And then the interception on the side, just the he threw it before. I think it was Trey Palmer made his break trying to trying to, you know, lead him towards the sideline. Trey Palmer wasn't ready. Little overthrow. And the defensive back caught it, got both feet in bounds, um, and then you know Illinois went and I, they didn't go three and out, but they didn't get any points on that on that drive after that. And then Nebraska ended up getting a field goal. But that first drive, Nebraska looked good. It looked it looked fantastic against the nation's number one defense. I mean, that's really all you could have asked for is them moving the ball methodically. It's, they were mixing run and pass, and then for whatever reason, even with Casey in the game, straight pass. They it, it, they barely yeah. ran the ball. Which is, is, is disappointing. I mentioned this on, on the captain. Uh, Anthony Grant actually had more yards per touch than Chase Brown by over a yard. I mean, he averaged 5.86 yards per touch. So that's 12 rushes, three three catches out of the backfield. Chase Brown had 32 rushes, uh, three catches out of the backfield for a total of 4.62 yards per touch. So, you know, maybe it is kind of at some point lean on Anthony Grant, especially mm-hmm. if he's uh, if he's kind of having one of those games over the last couple of games. Admittedly, he he was not, and it was not. You know, the blocking wasn't set up. That's the other thing is I thought, uh, and and we took some some crap on the post game show for saying this myself uh, and Nick was that the offensive line grading it out just individually not a great game but if you grade it out compared to what they had been and compared to you know playing the number one defense I don't think it was their worst game it seemed like they were maybe were doing a little better again not great yeah uh, and, and it was just at some point Casey's gonna get shellacked in a way mm-hmm. that is is gonna make him go out of the game and man the drop off from that I mean you can blame the play calling you can blame whatever it is but 29 yards in the second half I think 34 after Casey Thompson went out 
that that's falls on everybody. I, mm-hmm. I don't care if that's Mark Whipple, um, you know, Mickey Joseph, the offensive line. That I mean, Trey, the, the another thing that just blows my mind. Trey Palmer had three damn near three hundred yards last time out. You let him be allowed to to one, and I know there were some targets out there, but one yard, yeah, one and they, touch. They attempted a screen pass for him. It was just thrown behind him, and he couldn't get his hands on it. And then, you know, they're, they're still targeting him throughout the game, but for, for one reason or another, they couldn't get to it, whether it be great coverage or just the fact that the quarterback doesn't have enough time to put the ball exactly where they want to for Trey Palmer. But like you said, the drop-off from Casey to, to your second and third string quarterbacks was just enormous. And the yeah. offensive line, look, I'll take all the flack that you guys want to throw at me. I think the offensive line played a pretty, pretty good game considering that Illinois' best part of their defense is right up front. Casey Thompson didn't get sacked. Now, he was rolling out of the pocket. He was getting moving, but that's exactly what you were expecting uh, Casey Thompson to do with the with the lack of protection. But the offensive line did a good job when he was in the pocket of allowing him to step up and, and giving him time to throw the ball. You know, he, he ended up getting hit that one time. He got hit. Oh, yeah. Knocked him out of the game. And it wasn't even – he was letting go of the ball. Got tipped up, got intercepted. But the one time he got hit, unfortunately, was the one that took him out. Yeah, and unfortunately, too, for, for Casey, he's uh, – he's, Somewhat interception prone this season. Nebraska all, the, all together very turnover eight, prone. Eight, nine on the I season? On, I think he's double digits now. I have to double Did he check. Have t- oh, he had two in that game. Yeah, you're yeah. right. No, that's ten because he had – no, he might be at nine because he was at seven. He was one off of his total from Texas last year, which was eight. I'm, we'll look at it during the break. I'm pretty sure he's hit double digits. Okay, I'll look. Uh, we'll double check that. Uh, we'll be back here on a Halloween edition of the Ticket Water Cooler to wrap things up and make room for the happy hour coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket. 